Hey, what's really good today, man? What's really good? I just had to come on here, man. And before I get to this perspective, I want y'all to know that I ain't bashing people's thought process. I'm just trying to understand, like, don't get it twisted. I come from uh, harsh realities and from the gut of the projects that equal housing opportunity or whatever it's known as or whatever you know it as. I come from that, but I want to know, like, why do we glorify, like, gangsters? Why do we highlight it like drug dealers? Like, like why we more into a person go to prison? We'll highlight them going to prison more than we'll highlight a person going to college. We make movies about, like, drug dealers and gangsters, like... Why are we so intrigued by that? Why why does that garnish our attention more than uh celebrating uh life? Like why do we uh go towards the bad food than eat the healthy stuff? Like why are we attracted to the bad the the like uh we celebrate folks with money, but we don't celebrate intelligence. I don't know Like as I get older I'll be like man This the, the world Ass backwards Like It's a lot of stuff Backwards though But We gonna get on Into the pod That was just my Thought process At the beginning I want y'all to Help me out In the comment section Man And uh Share the show man Like the show man Subscribe to the channel Tell a friend To subscribe to the channel Drop something off In the cash out Rock with your boy But You know We highlight the artists now and my favorite R&B artist of the last two decades has been Miguel, man. Let's check him out. Jackson podcast. So on this antidote, man, I want to talk about like Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? Big Sean Drink Champs interview is coming out today, and it's dope. But I got a little skit I want to talk about the promotion they put out there. And Noriega, man, I just want to say like shout out to Noriega, man, because he was a hell of a rapper. I used to love the Melvin Flint album. I loved the. The N-O-R-E album. I love his music. But this podcast thing that he's doing, he is bringing up so many great discussions. Like he had Kanye on there. He had Alicia Keys on there. He done had so many people on there. Recently, he had Ghostface Killer Raekwon the Shelf on there. And uh, he killing it, man. He bringing up great topics and having dope discussion. But this one discussion that I'm going to talk about, the Big Shine and Kanye West thing, the little tension they got going on, it's, it's, it's weird to me. But other than that, we're going to talk about, we're going to celebrate Steph Curry and his accomplishments and what he did uh previous couple of days ago. We're going to talk about Google. Like, Google is threatening to fire the unvaccinated people. And uh I talked about, a couple of podcasts ago, I talked about student loans. And Biden, he ran on uh the fact that he was going to decrease student loans by 10K in the stimulus package for everybody. 
And just recently, he announced that February 2022, you're going to have to start paying, cutting that check now. You're going to have to start giving that money back because we need that money back now. And that's foul, though. And how many of y'all going to vote for that again, though? Y'all going to vote for the lies again because these people be getting in the office and they just be lying up something, man. And, and people continuously support them, stand behind them, and believe what they say, knowing that they capping. But you're going to criticize your brother or somebody, a black dude standing right beside you. Man, this is wild, man. The truth hurts sometimes, but it's the truth. But let's get on into the uh, discussion, what Big Shine had to say about what Kanye West said dissing him on the drink channels. Let's do it. We had who is considered a god, a guru, a person that sat here and he said one of the worst things that he ever did mm-hmm. was sign you. Now, I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest. After yeah. I looked at it, I analyzed it. Because if you look at my face, my facial structure, I'm thinking he's saying wrong. the best no, we, thing he Yeah, we didn't, we didn't catch it. So I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually clapping. I'm like, yo, that's so dope. I know. If you look at my facial expression... You caught it last. I, no, I was the most of it. I was the most of Because it don't make sense. So, yeah. two-part question. Uh-huh. I was blown away because I didn't understand it, but I need to understand you. But then he said for some political reasons. Remember, he said, "Yeah." But hold on. But let's just let's just let's just let's take it at a time. Uh-huh. When you first heard that, mm-hmm. what what did you think? What was the first reaction? At first, I thought it was hilarious. Right. I thought the shit was funny. Right. Then I took it personal. Right. Cool. I took it personal because I'm the only artist who's put out five albums under good music. Cuddy left a long time ago, mm-hmm. business-wise. You know what I'm saying? And they still mm-hmm. clicked up and linked up, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm the only artist who put out five albums under good music. I'm the only one who put out back-to-back-to-back number ones, platinum albums, double platinum albums, platinum album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when... And by the way, being signed to Kanye is a golden opportunity. Right. It's something that I would, I, he changed my life and I love him for that. Mm. But every time Kanye has called on me, every single time, no matter what I was doing, within one day's notice, I'm wherever he's at, bro. And mm. whether it's to contribute to him in the studio, whether it's to contribute a line, mm. write a verse for him. Mm. He just take maybe parts of the verse, maybe the whole verse, maybe just to help him with his vibe, like just mm. to help him catch a vibe wherever he's at in the world, bro. I've traveled around the world for this man every time he's called. And have done this and not asked for publishing a lot of the times. Why? Because he gave me a golden opportunity to sign the Jackson podcast. Good music. I just want to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people on good nobody on good music has put out five LPs and back to back to back number ones, right? Mm-hmm. So for irony's sake, mm-hmm. for irony's sake, mm-hmm. in 2015, when I won a VMA with Ye and John Legend, for irony's sake. Mm-hmm. Yay and John Legend, he won the VMA. And Ye came on the Drink Champs. He was talking about, like, he he don't feel right for signing Big Sean now after he supported Biden and the Democrats for political reasons. And John Legend supported the Democrats for political reasons. Now, we've seen, uh, you know what I mean, uh, Kanye West wearing a red hat. 
Supporting Trump in the White House Calling him his daddy and everything And some people might not have liked that But they, they didn't hold it against you and Now holding political decisions And things against one of your friends Or your partners or whatever Because you don't like the decision they making That shouldn't affect your relationship My opinion Big Shine is one of the most underrated artists Period He came out around the same time Kendrick, Drake, Wale, J. Cole All of those guys came out And his numbers is just as stellar So it ain't a musical thing It's a political thing And uh, to be honest with you Kanye might have been In his feelings at the moment About that But that ain't no reason to be Going against your partners man Political reasons Who gives a shit But I understand at the financial level I I'm at right now It might not affect me The vote, the voting decision But when you dealing with billions And hundreds of millions of dollars It will affect you It definitely will affect you For real But let's check out some more of this Miguel man And when he dropping another album man We're gonna check some more of this Miguel out Then we're gonna get into the Steph Curry discussion man Let's do it As we know, man, Steph Curry, he just broke the record for uh, most three points ever made. Ever. And almost half the time it took Ray Allen to do it, the guy he broke. He broke Reggie Miller's record. I think it was this year or last year, but he broke the record. It don't matter. For three-pointers. Now, in this era, we glorified three-pointers. And without a doubt, Steph Curry has changed the game. The game will never be the same. Centers are almost obsolete now. They just there to get the rebound to give it back to the three-point shooter, <laughs> basically. That's your purpose, to block shots and rebound. But they're obsolete. And at one time, centers was the, uh, the main thing. They was the uh, highest paid player. They was the most important player, the person down low, because you had to get down there to score. Now they running away from that. And I was listening to this guy, right, talk. He was on uh, CNN or Fox News, one of them, them channels, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I done visited Boston before. And he's like... Uh, his name is uh, Bob Ryan. He's a Boston Globe sports columnist. Y'all know him if y'all, uh, he was on CNN. Y'all know him if y'all see the man or whatever. Because he had his own show. He had his own show. Let me see. Let me let me do some research before I talk about this man and talk about what he had to say about Steph Curry. Okay, so 
He wrote the column in the Boston Globes. He hosted the Summer Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Basketball reporter. Television. So on television, he was on On Point on NPR's channel. Uh, the Tony Kornheiser show. He was a uh, hmm. on New England Sports Network doing the, uh, the Patriots and the Boston Celtics games or whatever. And this is where y'all know him at. From Around the Horn, Pardon the Eruption. He also had jokes on cold pizza. Bob Ryan. Y'all know who Bob Ryan is, man. Let me quit checking out his stats. But he had something to say about Steph Curry. And we all celebrating him. We all celebrating what Steph Curry did. And some people, uh, I don't know, ain't fans of it or whatever. But me personally, I think Steph Curry is dope, but. Let's check out what my guy had to say, man. Let me shut up. I've read about basketball in my entire life. You've written the vast majority. So I say this with the utmost respect. What's wrong with you? Well, what's wrong with me is uh, uh, that I uh, have an orthodox view of the way the game should be played. And uh, I find that I have become a hero in the Social Security set with this column. Uh, I've got tremendous response, and I'm sure the average age of the respondents was 65, maybe even 70. Here's the issue. The the three-point shot, people don't understand, was the gimmick of a promoter. That was Abe Saperstein, the impresario of the Harlem Globetrotters, who in 1961 started a league called the American Basketball League, which he hoped would be competitive with the NBA. And he brought in a three-point shot as a gimmick to stimulate interest among you know casual fans and, and to, to differentiate it from the NBA. And it then made its gradual progression after that league folded in a year and a half from the Eastern League to the uh, NBA and the ABA in 1966, the NBA in 1979 and colleges in 1986. So that if you are 50 years old, you don't know anything else. That's the game of basketball that you have been acquainted with. Those of us who remember before the three-point infested the game, destroyed the rhythm of the game, eliminated the low post play, eliminated a lot of the good passing sequences, uh, would like to see the three-point shot abolished. Mm. He said it destroyed the game, the movement of the game, the feel of the game. It, they want to see it abolished. I don't know about that. That's that's old man dysfunctional talk. And uh, it's just not going to happen because it's more exciting. The game is more exciting. The pace is faster. People want to be interested. They want to see points scored. They don't want to see defenses and strategic stuff no more. We want to be microwaved. Like how I said at the beginning of the podcast, we want the opposite of what we know is right. Help me out with that, y'all. For real, man. Help me out with that. Because that's confusing to me because that's like saying what's what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong at the end of the day. And we just accepting it for whatever it is. But uh, let let me play what they said about Google. Google and at your job or at your facility, if you are deciding that you're not going to take the shot, are you willing to get fired? Because, like, people are taking a lot of sacrifices because of COVID. COVID has changed lives. We're going to get into uh, the student loans or whatever here in a moment, too, though. But Google is threatening. They got me kind of conflicted and kind of confused about what they're talking about. But I'm going to play the audio of what I heard on Yahoo this morning when I woke up. And tell me what y'all think about this, for real. 
Google has told its employees that they'll lose pay and be fired if they don't follow the company's COVID-19 vaccination policy. That's according to CNBC. Google's management circulated a memo that said employees had until December 3rd to submit their vaccination status or religious exemption. And after that date, it would start contacting workers who did not do so. Employees who have not complied by January 18th will reportedly be placed on, quote, administrative leave for 30 days and unpaid personal leave after that for up to six months. After that could come termination. Google has not directly responded to the report, but has said it's committed to doing everything it can to help its employees get vaccinated. So Google is really committed to their employees because they're suspending them. They're giving them six months before they're terminating them. They're suspending them without pay and all of this type of stuff. So they're, they're actually being lenient because in some facilities or at some places of employment, you're going to walk in one day and they're going to say, do you got the shot? You got to go. It's like we ain't free no more, man. We we gotta be obedient, man. <laughs> and, uh, if you ain't obedient, you ain't no buying by the government rules, man. You could be the hell up out of her, man. For real. And uh, me personally, I still haven't got the vaccine. I don't plan on getting the vaccine, but man. When I wasn't married or whatever And my life was just dependent on me I wouldn't have never got the vaccine And I don't have the vaccine now But for the benefit of my wife I go get the vaccine And my family Because I know they need me Or they depending on me So If I got to get it for financial reasons So I can continue to move on I'm, I'm going to get that thing But Because I have people depending on me If I didn't have nobody depending on me America could kiss my ass And that's real talk For real The world could kiss my ass At the end of the day Because It's just foolishness But the last topic I'm gonna get on man It's kind of crazy to me Because I'm gonna tell y'all like this I don't got uh, Student loans I ain't go to college But I feel for the people who did And I feel for the people Who did That voted For Biden I feel for the people who did and they owe hundreds of thousands of dollars And I got another question to ask y'all If you went to college or whatever Do your student loan debt Go against your debt to income ratio When you're trying to purchase a home Or a car or whatever Do, do the student loan debt Affect your debt to income ratio When you're trying to purchase something But Okay so this is what Biden had to say When he was running on the campaign And he was trying to get y'all votes And now It's a whole nother different story Let's check it out Debt relief. There's bailing out of businesses Which is a good thing to do What about the students? Is now a time to forgive student debt And then restructure how we pay for college So we're not here again in 10 years The answer is yes That's why I proposed And, and the House, Nancy, put it in the plan To immediately provide $10,000 in debt relief as stimulus right now. Right now for students. <laughs> hey man, capped y'all out, man. He capped y'all out. We got to be careful who we vote for, man. At the end of the day, I wish we could all come together and make a decision to not vote. I'm t- why vote if we got to vote for the lesser of the two evils, of the liars? Like, if you knew that these two people was going to be lying to you and just telling you all sorts of stuff to get your attention, would you vote for them? Would you 
even be interested in hearing what they got to say. Like, how long we going to take the lies or whatever? But, you know what I mean? That's what y'all want, man, to be lied to. Hey, man, I appreciate everybody that tuned in to the show. It's peace, love, plenty of abundance. And uh, if you stayed to the end of the show, we doing the uh, best of 2021. Right after this, it's coming on the best of 2021. The first episode will be the Spice One episode that happened in February. And then we're going to do some Jackson Boys and some Two Brothers and a, a Cabernet Conversation. One of the best five shows of this year that we created to end the year off. And then on the uh, New Year's Eve, I'm going to do the Cabernet Conversation visual live, man. Appreciate everybody's support, man. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Make sure you go get you some money. We riding out, man. Hello, this is the Trevor Jackson Podcast, sponsored by Anchor App.